are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? It's going great, bud. How about you? Going well. You're hanging out there in uh, or at Steelers training camp, I should Absolutely. say. Talked about that yesterday. Seen some, uh, seen kind of some struggles, unfortunately, out of Kenny Pickett, as you as you said. Uh, but what stood out in a positive way uh, so far early in camp? Ooh, it'll be a dynasty nugget for you. George Pickens is a star. Uh, I mean, he is very impressive. Physically, work ethic, blocking, uh, tenacious. He is standing out in a major, major way. So, um, and I I also think, I mean, this is way deep, but the running backs not named Najee Harris might not be as awful as I thought they were. Is that, is that good news for my guy Benny Snell, or is he not he in that looks better? Okay, I'll, yeah, hey, I'll take it. Yeah, take a couple of guys Kentucky too. Guys. I mean, they all look a little better, you know. But there's been a there's been a couple of uh, tweets out there praising Calvin Austin. Has he yeah. has he been looking pretty good as well? Yeah, I mean, very very fast, the fastest guy on the team, explosive, um, tough too. You know, like. Him and T.J. Watt kind of got in it to, into into it today. Ooh, Watt, ooh. You know, like he's standing up to the big dogs, and he's competitive too. He's a keeper. Um, another kind of sleeper name I wrote an article about. Again, these are deep guys. I think Anthony Miller's in the mix too. I, I liked him at Chicago, and he kind of had a weird bounce around there, but I, I think he's been quite good. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, right, a, a guy. I've, a guy I've kind of honestly given up on, but it would yeah, be good yeah. to see him. Uh, kind of uh, revitalize his career. So Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, George Pickens. Uh, I think that's, that's all that's worthy of being in the conversation right now. If you're updating Buy your dynasty, you can, cause it's going quick. If you're updating your dynasty rankings right now, what does that trio look like? What's the order? Deontay Pickens Claypool, but I expect Claypool okay. to bounce back still. I mean, people gave him a hard time. He scoring touchdowns last year. Yeah, that's that's really what I wanted to know is has Pickens leapfrogged Claypool for you? Sounds like that I answer think so. is yeah. a yes. Yeah. We are talking this week about trade targets. If you have a productive struggle or a rebuilding team, teams that are not going to be in contention this year, maybe you're too young, maybe you don't uh, simply don't have enough pieces. We talked quarterbacks yesterday. Kate and Marcus talked wide receivers on uh, on Monday, Matt, we've, we've got a tough assignment today because we're talking about the running back position and that's not a difficult conversation because of a lack of talent. There's so many good young running backs out there, but it really has to do with that productive struggle strategy. If you're in a, if you're in a situation where your team is more than a year away from competing, seriously competing, maybe even a couple years, you don't want to focus on the running back position. Right, right. You don't want to spend your capital, whether it's draft picks, trade assets, whatever it might be, on improving the running back position. That should be the last thing you figure out. That's why so many that's why you see so many teams built around 
the wide receiver position. Maybe they've got that stud quarterback and, and they're strong at tight end and they, you get in a spot where running backs, the last piece you need, then you attack that, uh, that position to improve it. Now that said, you, you still have, you still got to field a team here. And, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I talked about this yesterday. It's not always about finding the youngest player at every position uh, that, it, it, you know, youth does not always equal value, uh, despite what uh, many would suggest. You're looking for players who can gain value. And I think we've got some here today that we're going to talk about that that can definitely gain value over the next year. And that, again, that doesn't mean you keep them on your team forever, but maybe you flip them when they do gain that value. Yeah. And along those lines, I take it to a bit of an extreme when I'm totally rebuilding in that running backs that can win me the week probably aren't on my roster. You know, I've traded them for future picks because I want running backs that are in the college level now. You know, it's really the guys I'm targeting more so than anybody in the league. So when I'm productively struggling, I have a, a running back stable of like Khalil Herbert, Kenneth Gainwell, Tyrion Davis Price. Brian Robinson, you know, second, third round rookie pick guys that probably aren't going to score very many points this year. But they all would have a chance to gain some value for sure. And yeah, uh, what happens and what happens if the starter in front of those guys go down? You don't you don't celebrate that you have a starter. You trade them for uh, for something else you like. Trade them for a wide receiver. Get those future draft picks. That's the way you productive struggle. Like I said, we still have to we still have to give the listeners some names here, though. And mm-hmm. oh, right. uh, as as but I next did year, yesterday, you want to draft four running backs in the first round because you traded all your good stuff, you know. Well, when you're ready, when you're ready to win, when that's ready, when you when get ready. perfect. That's when you get the running backs. Um, I've got a couple categories here, as I did yesterday, and I want to spend some time, especially on this first group. I called this the bounce back group, and these are players who, over the past year have lost value. They've seen their ADP uh, in some cases drop dramatically. I'm not giving up on any of these, these players. There's, there's five in this group. I I still like them all at least a little bit and could certainly see them bouncing back both from a production standpoint and, uh, and when it comes to their dynasty value. So that's a little bit of a slippery slope because as you said, you don't want those guys who can win you the week. Uh, right, if you're right. if if you're in a spot where um, where you're actually trying to lose, honestly, that's essentially what we're talking about with that productive struggle situation. Uh, so it, it's going to be a matter of timing. If you see these guys starting to bounce back, starting to produce and gain that value, you've got to flip them. And unless it's all hitting perfectly, and and you're you're now in a uh, in a in in the playoff hunt, you've got to move them. So don't. Don't just wait for the bounce back. Wait for them to uh, produce and gain value. You've got to hit it at the right time. That said, let's get into the group here. Cam Akers is the first one. He's the RB14 right now. This is a player who was a first-round dynasty startup pick before he suffered that Achilles injury. Uh, We know the story by now. Of course, he came back uh, really an unbelievable uh, comeback situation. Came back and was able to play in the playoffs for the Rams. Didn't especially look all that great doing it. No. Uh, 
but nevertheless uh, was able to to complete that comeback and is expected to be the starter for the Rams this season. Uh, and, and we think this is a guy who could bounce back and gain some value. Yeah, I'm on board with that. You know, if, if the, the exercise here is like you said, buy guys that are going to go up in value and then trade them higher to somebody that, you know, uh, could use them to go win the league. I think acres is perfect. Like, I do think his value is at an all-time low. And I always look at these guys like stock, so I'm buying them because I think it's going to go up. Um, I think he, unlike some of the other names we're going to talk about, really has bell cow potential, just in terms of usage possibilities. I've been told the Rams love him. And if he didn't come back last year, his stock might have been higher. You know, So why we hold that against him necessarily? Yeah, and it... it, it... Again, it's it's really a team-by-team team situation. It's a matter of timing. If you've got that team that is uh, that does look like a surprise contender, maybe you hold on to Akers. Um, uh-huh. as, as Matt said, this is a guy who is not, not necessarily going to be a fluke, a, a player that uh, a lot of us still like and believe in when it comes to talent and certainly opportunity in that offense. What about the guy right behind him at ADP? A, a similar story because he missed uh, the entire season as well, or at least the entire regular season as Akers did. It's J.K. Dobbins, Baltimore running back. Uh, hasn't hasn't made quite the comeback that Akers did because he's still not ready to get on the field. He's on the pup list, as is his teammate Gus Edwards. And there's some concern he might not be ready for week one what are your thoughts on J.K. Dobbins, Matt? Yeah, I mean, the injury stuff everyone knows about now, and it's you're not getting glowing reports on it. Um, he was my favorite of that class, Akers, Edwards, Hilaire, Taylor Swift, and, and Dobbins. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was number one for me, and I still love the player, but I look at running backs more than ever, just usage. I don't think he's going to catch enough passes to ever hit his fantasy ceiling to me. You know, like... There's a couple of these guys we're about to talk about here that's just, uh, if their team does not look at them as a bell cow, they are very capped. And is he going to catch, what, 20 passes a year maybe? That's not enough. Yeah, I agree. That's definitely the concern. And uh, it's been that way for years in Baltimore. I'm I'm not sure it's going to change anytime soon. So I think that that worry about pass game involvement and and limited upside because of that is probably here to stay with JK Dobbins and, and really any, any Ravens running back. So we're buying cam acres. We're probably holding off on JK Dobbins at at that, at that RB 15 cost. When we come back, we'll talk about some other uh, bounce back candidates that you might want to target in trade for a productive struggle team. Hey everyone, let me tell you about BetterHelp. Uh, great new sponsor here for the Locked On Network. And, you know, I, I think all of us have had times in our lives, I certainly have, where you'd love to be able to have someone you could really help you talk through a situation. And, and BetterHelp is really perfect for it, to be honest with you. I wish it would have been created years and years ago, you know. So, you know, life is, is full of twists and turns. And it, it's important to show up for yourself through it all. I mean, your, your own health is you know one of the most important things out there. And, and BetterHelp Online Therapy, 
They, they assess your needs and can match you with your own licensed professional therapist within 48 hours. I mean, so it happens immediately. Again, there were many instances in my life where I, I wish a, a service like this would have existed. And now that I know of better help, it's going to be the top of my list the next time I need something, uh, anything therapy related or self-help at all. So, uh, you know, you can log into your account anytime send a message to your therapist you know it's not like you're calling them late at night or anything like that they can always get the the information and, and with therapy it can take a few tries to find the right fit for you but better help makes it easy and free to change therapists if needed whoever you know whoever you like uh, it's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is also available so don't worry about that side of it uh, it better helps just a great way to invest in yourself and what's really more important so um, it, 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 there's also testimonials on their website that are posted daily. I mean, there's tons of stuff there you can read. Um, in case you don't trust me, I mean, go check out the, those testimonials. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists now in all 50 states because it's such a popular service. Um, and BetterHelp has, has a special offer for our listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. All one word, locked on. 10% off. 10% off your first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash locked on. Thanks so much. We are back. We're talking trade targets, productive struggle, running back position. We mentioned Cam Akers and J.K. Dobbins as bounce back candidates this year. Uh, but not every bounce-back candidate uh, was injured last season. Let's talk about Antonio Gibson. He's way down at RB19. And, Matt, we've we've kind of panned Gibson really all offseason. You know, they, they keep McKissick. They bring in uh, Brian Robinson, who we both really like quite a bit. And uh, the community is starting to give up on Antonio Gibson. And, sadly, I'm, I'm kind of right there with him. What are you thinking about Gibson as of now? Yeah, Gibson and Dobbins are guys I wish I didn't have quite as much stock as I do because I like the players coming out, but I don't like their situation. Um, in the redraft world, I think his stock has plummeted too far. Like, I might take yep. a shot on him there. But career-wise, I think he's a lot closer to Corderell Patterson than he is Christian McCaffrey. Mm. He is the RB19, as I said, and he's a... Uh... He's a fourth-round pick in Dynasty Startup still. That's in single quarterback leagues, so probably a little too rich. I'm I'm with you in redraft, though. I've seen him drop as low as yeah, the seventh really round, well. and uh, I do I do like that. But yeah, it's it's not even it's not even necessarily the player. It's not the talent. It is kind of the situation. But just like with Dobbins, I'm not sure that is changing very soon. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is the RB. One thing on Gibson, though, is I'll yeah. be very interested if he lands on another team soon. You know, Washington trades him at the trade deadline, or, you know, Robinson and, and McKissick are the guys, and Gibson goes to another team. Like, I, I would, I, I'm not shutting the door on him completely, but I am not paying that price at all for him in Dynasty right now. Yeah, makes sense. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, talk about a player whose value has tanked at one point. Believe it or not, he was the RB1 in Dynasty. That didn't last long. Right now, he's the RB27. You can get him uh, around 81 overall, outside of the top 80 overall. He's down around guys like... 
Josh Jacobs and Elijah Mitchell and James Conner and James Cook. What do you see with Clyde and the Chiefs this year? I think something's missing with this guy, and he might not be the Chiefs' best short yardage runner or third down back. So, you know, I mean, not that McKinnon's great, but he can hold up in protection. I mean, third down back is more than just catching the ball, and he hasn't caught a lot of passes. I think he's kind of a bust. Yeah, it, it, it looks that way so far. There were some uh, some suggestions out there that Ronald Jones maybe doesn't make the team. Uh, mm-hmm. We got we got we got a long way in camp to uh, see what happens there, but obviously that would be g- good news for Clyde Edwards-Helaire. I, I do think. Uh, I mean, this is this is kind of his last shot, at least when it yeah, comes yeah. to dynasty value, right? We've had uh, a couple years of this disappointment now, and. Um, uh, for a player that was taken at 101 over Taylor, over Swift, over Acres, and and everybody else from that awesome class, uh, it it has been a major disappointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, I'm still buying. Uh, you know, I'm still chasing the Chiefs' offense. I I think he's the best running back overall on that team, and and the price is obviously right uh, and, and cheaper than it's ever been. So I'm I'm hanging on to Clyde for now. Okay. One more player I'm not quite ready to give up on. We talked talked about this guy quite a bit. Is Miles Sanders? He's down at RB twenty eight. I'm still holding out hope for for Sanders as well. Me too. I, I still like the player. He, I, he didn't score any touchdowns last year. That's not going to keep up, you know. And some fluky things like that, I think, present a buying opportunity. I think they have the best offensive line in the league. I think they might have the best running game in the league. Um, free agency could treat him well after this year. Who's to say? But I, I think that a lot of fantasy owners have soured on him. And to me, that's a buying opportunity. Like, I'd rather have Miles Sanders and Clyde Ursulaire. They are back-to-back in ADP. We talked about five names here. We both agreed Cam Akers stands out, and he's also the most expensive at RB14. Dobbins, Gibson, Clyde, and Miles Sanders coming next. If you're just choosing one other player, one other running back other than Akers, is it Sanders? Yeah. The others, to me, aren't real appealing. Yeah, at at cost, Miles Sanders. When we come back, we'll talk about another category and three more running backs you might target in a productive struggle situation. Hey, everyone. BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and all your sports information. Find all the latest developments, league reviews and news, including this year's NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball, so much more. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this this season. Uh, BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, golf, everything. Uh, Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Locked On NFL podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league. Because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. 
We are talking about some running backs that you may want to target in trade if you've got that productive struggle team, the team that might not be a contender this year, but long-term you like these players or you like what they can do for your team. As we talked about uh, to start the show, not necessarily guys you're going to hang on to forever, but buy them now, flip them later. That was the first group, Akers, Dobbins, Gibson. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Miles Sanders. The next three guys, Matt, they're all involved in in committees. A couple of them potentially have the chance to start this season. I just simply think they're they're too cheap. They're they're undervalued uh, for their current situation. And I, I see all three guys as players who are going to gain value, not in bounce back situations, but uh, just players that are being uh, undervalued right now. Let's start in Green Bay. A.J. Dillon is the RB23. Um, Of course, Aaron Jones is losing value. He's down to RB17. A.J. Dillon is going the other direction. At what point does Dillon become more valuable in Dynasty than his teammate Aaron Jones? I adore Dillon. I think this is a great call. I think he's a much better receiver at the pro level than I ever expected him to be, which is massive as well as short yard and stuff. I mean, he has good situational value. Um, I do think he's blocked by Aaron Jones, though. I mean, we had the Locked on Packers host on our podcast and thinks Aaron Jones might be the slot receiver and get rece- get receptions. You might see Dylan and Jones together, which is good for both of them. I oh, know that's, uh, yeah. That'd be great. That's right? what I was going to say, right. Yeah, get yeah, them yeah. both on the field. Like, I want both of them on my team. I want, I, I'm targeting Jones in a big way for redraft, but I don't think Jones will keep up for years and years. So, Dylan's a great one. I, I, I'm a big fan. Uh, the Packers also seem to deal with some cap trouble every year. So, yeah. this this time next year, maybe we're looking at Aaron Jones on a new team, and, and A.J. Dillon is the, uh, the really the guy to have there if Absolutely. he's not already. Ramondre Stevenson is the RB32, and Matt, this one's pretty simple. I'd rather have Ramondre Stevenson than his teammate Damian Harris, who is uh, about a round ahead of him and a couple spots ahead of him in these RB rankings, according to our latest ADP. I want Ramondre over Damian Harris. How about you? 100%. I'm surprised we both went that direction this is just a, a, a bet on talent. Like, I look at Stevenson and think he's an NFL starting running back. He's a top 20 running back. I look at Harris and think he's a really good backup, you know, that he's not a, a difference yeah. maker. Stevenson has better feet. He's more elusive. I just don't know if the Patriots will ever see it that way. I just hate Patriot backfields. That's the only negative on this guy to me. That's a good point, and, and honestly, that could be part of what's keeping the value down, both for Stevenson and Harris, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harris RB30, Stevenson 32. They also draft two other running backs. They bring right. James White back, uh, even though he's not healthy. So once again, and, and as always, a crowded backfield there in New England. But I love the cost on Stevenson. Yeah, uh, I like Dylan as well. Stevenson's even cheaper, so I think I would be – more aggressive in targeting him uh, either in drafts. uh, I'm sorry, either in trades or in uh, late startup drafts that you might have. Yeah. And at any point, if Harris misses just a week, Stevenson could be a very good producer. I think he's a very good football player. 
Last guy to talk about today, another running back that I simply think is undervalued, RB37, is Rashad Penny. We saw the way he ended last season when he's finally able to stay healthy, stay on the field. That remains a question. In fact, it's already been a question. As we start training camp, he's uh, he's been dealing with uh, with a leg injury through uh, through OTAs and, and now into camp, I believe. And of course, they bring in the the day two pick Kenneth Walker the third to compete with Penny. But still, RB thirty seven. This is a guy who was a top three running back the last six weeks of the year. I just can't believe he's this far down the list. Yeah, I, I've never been a fan. I don't own him anywhere. And a lot of it's just because I didn't love him coming out of school. but Yeah, I, di- I didn't either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's 10 picks later than Edward Solaire. That's too cheap to me. I mean, and that's why you pulled his name out. He's just too cheap. He's not, he doesn't have that much wear and tear. I know he's missed a lot of time. He's not that old. I mean, I think he has a lot of good football left, and he's explosive as could be. So for the 37th back off the board, yeah, I think he, his stock has nowhere to go but up, and that's really what we're talking about in this exercise. Now, Dylan and uh, Ramondre Stevenson both are 24 years old. You mentioned Penny's age. Uh, it, it, Is he 27? Sometimes we, he's 26, still 26. Okay, yeah. um, so certainly not a player we're scared of when it comes to age, but mm-hmm. not a guy you think of that's going to easily gain value. And, in fact, we, we kind of said, oh, we we have seen recently how hard it is for him to gain value, even with the way he ended the season. He's still uh, still outside of the of the RB three range, even so. He's going to be an interest to finish the year, and he still didn't uh, Right, exactly. He's going to be a hard one potentially to to flip. Um, so that again, that's going to be a tough one to to play out. But I do think uh, I think. Rashad Penny can help you in the short term and in the long term, and he's undervalued, in my opinion. Like the Chiefs should trade for him. Oh, can, can you, you imagine? imagine? Stock, that then his stock goes up, you know. Yeah, now now we're talking about a top uh, top twenty back all of a sudden. Yeah, if 100%. not higher. That will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.